Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. I feel like at the, the the beginning, at the end of this podcast, we can talk about things that maybe we wouldn't be allowed to talk about on the show. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's amongst, like, proper close friends. Because we would have done it, if not. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I just want to say right now that, obviously, uh, I've been going to the loo whilst the show's on and, you know, nipping off to go to the loo and everything like that. Uh, and I've been taking some uh, new multivitamins, and they've turned my wee a very unusual colour. <laughs> like a really bright... Almost day glow yellow colour. I've never seen anything like it before. It looks like sunny delight, my way at the moment. Now, I read once that there are certain vitamins that if you have like too many of them, uh-huh. then your body would just go, I've had enough of them. It just goes straight out. So oh. if you're already doing well on some of the vitamins, yeah. then when you're having it in your vitamin pill on top of what you're already having, yeah. Some of those vitamins, your body's going, oh, you know, we're stocked up on that, that cupboard's full. It's just... So I, I've spent, like, 35 quid on these, like, just really pricey wee, basically. Yeah. Just to make my wee a different colour. Um, so, yes, want to get medical, medical advice from you lot. Here's the show. <laughs> it's Home Time with Bush and Richie, the show that has a radio station for every decade, and right now it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With one of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Could you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself 500 quid? No one's done it for ages. Could it be Sean? She's on the line now. How you doing, Sean? Hey, guys. Nervous. Uh, let's take your mind off nerves, Sean. What's for dinner tonight? Uh, I don't know what we're out tonight, so I haven't decided. Oh, someone's doing all right for themselves. What are you doing? Where are you going? Going to see Ward Thomas. Oh, wow. Yeah. She in loves her country, does Sean? I do, I do. So his questions are going to be probably got more chance. But... And, and in terms of going to see a country act, do you, do you get up and do thumbs in the belt hoops and do a bit of strutting around? you dance to it? Or... Uh, no. OK, fair enough. <laughs> you told. That is me told. Here's the rules, Sean. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and the present day. day. 60 seconds on the clock. Get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when time's up, game's end. Makes sense? Okay. Yeah. We just want to add, Sean, of course, if you, if you get it wrong, you get stuck in the decade that you end up in for the rest of your life. So with great power comes great responsibility. Which decade would you like to start in? Go on. Uh, 60s, please. Kick okay. off in the 60s. Uh, good luck to you, Sean. Let's play Through the Decades. Through the Decades. 60s Pet Sounds is the 11th studio album by which American band? Who was it? Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. Um, that was a good start. Uh... <laughs> come on, Sean. Clues, guys. Clues, clues. Come on, quick. You've got this. Pet Sounds. Um, I mean, it's a bit of a surf sound, really. Very famous American oh, band. Yes. 70s. Okay. Who played Janet in the movie The Rocky Horror Picture Show? I don't know. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, start playing. Uh, name some female actress, actresses. Sally Field. Uh, she was in Thelma and Louise. Oh, um, the ginger one. Um, <laughs> Gina Davis. No. Gina, no. The other one. <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. A bit more. Give me a bit more. Say Susan Sarandon. Oh, here we are. Susan Sarandon. Well done. Oh. 80s. What fruit? Oh, 
dear. Dear, oh dear. Just keep going, just keep going. That's not how it works, Shum. You're stuck in the I 80s. The <laughs> oh, no. You are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Richie. You are, uh, I'm afraid, you're going to be walking around in a uh, Choose Life uh, massive Wham t-shirt for the rest of your life because you are stuck in the 80s, Sean. OK, thank you, guys. Hopefully, Sean, Ward Thomas, uh, more of a joy for you than uh, what's just happened. I thought, I genuinely thought Ward Thomas was left back for Southampton. <laughs> That's Ward Prowse. Oh, OK, cool. Well, I, th- I thought that'd be weird watching him in the evening. <laughs> no, no winner tonight. I don't know why I'm laughing at your dad joke. Uh, no winner tonight. We play a game Monday. And if you can't wait until then, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now, voiced by myself and Richie. All you've got to do is turn around to it and say, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. Now, both Bush and I have come into work this afternoon, not just to talk to you guys and have fun like we do every Monday to Friday, uh, but to be quite frank, to have a little bit of peace and quiet, because uh, we both had toddlers sent home to us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Both should have been in some form of childcare. I got a call at 10.15 from the nursery. Bless him, he's got a tummy upset. Can you come and pick him up? Our childminder texted at uh, 3 o'clock this morning. She's got this horrible turbo cold that's yeah, going around. Awful. Uh, so Thea's not a nursery today. I've just had a text from Katie, my other half, uh, saying that Thea has treated her to two poos. Oh, wonderful. By the way, she's three, just in case you tune in. It's not like 15 <laughs> or something. So, yeah, it's been one of them. You know, I, I imagine loads of people are going through this kind of situation. Yeah, definitely. But then it's weird, isn't it? As, as you get older... Older, being sent home is is a completely different thing. Someone gets sent home from an educational establishment when things get older or sent home from work. It's not because you had a tummy upset. It's been some kind of comedy, you know, uh, sort of japes or misdemeanour that's happened. Well, for example, one famous sending home in terms of my experience, we, we did a school trip to the classic Cricket St Thomas near Chard. Oh, yeah. And um, a lad in our year, uh, Paul Whiteman, uh, was mucking around, got told off, was mucking around, and he fell off something and broke his leg. Oh, no. And we all got... I think we all got... The, the whole school trip was wrapped up. A collective sending home. A collective back-on-the-70s-style bus, which is probably not safe to drive around in, <laughs> and get yourself back down to Torquay. <laughs> so that was a that was a mass sending home. Want to hear your sending home stories. You got sent home from something, whether it's school, work, a school trip, some kind of holiday, whatever it is. Sent home, we want to hear about it. Uh, Mark says, I remember being sent home from work for wearing the wrong shoes. I was in a warehouse at the time. The section I was working on had machinery which was playing up. Someone noticed if my footwear was appropriate, I should have kept stum. Well, so he got dobbed in for his wrong shoes. Basically, yeah. Sounds like the next Aardman movie, doesn't it? <laughs> Being sent home, Paul from Rotherham says, I, along with my whole class, was sent home from cycling proficiency back in the early 80s. We were all just doing wheelies and bunny hops <laughs> and the examiner spat the dummy out. Why is he getting sent home from cycling proficiency? Cycling proficiency still a thing. I hope so. Do you know what? Uh, can I be honest with you? Mm. I failed cycling proficiency at school. You're kidding me. I, honor, honest to God, I, they didn't pass me. I failed it. Wow. And now I, I cycle every day at work, probably wow. really quite badly. Uh, Wendy says, uh, work's Christmas party, got on the boat at Charing Cross, we all got kicked off at Westminster. There was another company on there that had a fight. Oh, my Lord. Want to hear your stories of what you get sent home from? Uh, Camilla, what was it for you? It was a school trip to Wimbledon tennis. Right. Um, which they did every year and when we arrived we didn't have tickets we just had to queue with everybody else in the queue but sadly when we got to the front of the queue 
uh, the tickets had all been sold out. Oh, no. What a high-risk school trip that is. <laughs> yeah. 40 kids and you haven't got any tickets. It's hilarious. So, um, emergency plan by the Sun teachers. They were like, oh, I know what, we'll take you all to Thorpe Park. Bit different. Yeah. We were all thrilled, went to Thorpe Park, and then just being a bit um, in high spirits, we ran in the lake at the end of the day on the way back to the bus. We Are the Champions, the kids' TV show. That yes. caused a lot of kids in the 80s to jump into water like that at the yeah. end to celebrate. Yeah. Goal exactly. to answer for. So um, we arrived back at the coach. The grumpy coach driver wasn't going to have his nice seat all wet, so took out the seat <laughs> and made us sit on the metal bars. <laughs> Ron Pickering never told you that was going to happen, did he? He never mentioned that, did he? So all before health and safety, no seatbelts or anything like that. So when we eventually got back to school, we were all sent, all sent straight to bed in disgrace. Brilliant. Brilliant. Nice to speak to you, Camilla. Cheers, then. Update on uh, cycling proficiency. It is still a thing. It's called bikeability. Oh, sounds fun and knockabout now, doesn't it? Oh, bikeability <laughs> in a high-vis vest. Oh, one other thing about getting sent home. I forgot to mention earlier on, I should, I should mention this. Uh, I was invited as part of a plus one for my friend Kester uh, for the Burger King staff night out uh, back in the early 90s in oh, Torquay. Wow. And it was on a boat, so it set sail from Torquay Harbour. Uh, went out and had, like, speakers on the boat and all that kind of thing in a bar. There was a fight between two members of staff, so it properly kicked off. <laughs> the, the captain was, like, screaming over the radio saying, if you don't stop fighting now, we're going back. So they didn't stop fighting, so they had to go back at high speed. And the police were waiting for us oh, on the harbour. Wow. And it ended up in the Herald Express newspaper. So wow. we well and truly got sent home from that one. Classic sending home. Rich, yes. what happened to you? Uh, I was in a PE lesson um, and I'm messing around like a normal 14-year-old. Uh, decided to pull my pants down <laughs> and uh, <laughs> show the whole class my bum whilst doing a 360 spin on the trampoline. Wow. That's a, that's a feat to be respected as well, isn't it? I can even imagine doing that. <laughs> I mean, if you, well, yeah, if you, if you bounce at the wrong time with your trousers down, you, you're going to come a cropper as well. You so. are. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, just as well, the, it was a big glass-fronted uh, PE hall for the trampoline. And um, just, just timed it perfectly for the deputy head to... Um, Walk past, showing guests around the school. I've got, um, I've got Bad Moon Rising in my head for some reason <laughs> as this is going on. Surely you're a school legend uh, now, Rich, because of this. Well, I don't know. No, not really. I don't think. <laughs> what were the repercussions? What happened to you? Uh, sent home for a day. Uh, my old, my dad got sent in to um, to see the deputy head. He he found the funny side of it and said. Couldn't see what the what the problem was, but I think they had other ideas. <laughs> We're not laughing, Rich, by the way. <laughs> Great story, Rich. Thank you very much. Uh, Steve's hanging on. What did you get sent home for? Um, so I got sent out to Brazil to work on a cruise ship. I was really excited. Never left Europe before. Uh, mm. Going to go do my dream job. Um, well, what were you going to be doing on the ship, incidentally? Um, I was going to be working as a waiter. Fantastic. Which I, I did end up doing uh, for two years, uh, but didn't start that day. <laughs> uh -huh. Why? Uh, well, the company sent me out with the wrong paperwork. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, yeah, so I got there all excited and I filled in the immigration form and it said, reason for your uh, visit to Brazil. And I stupidly ticked work. Um, and they said, OK, where's your visa? And I sort of looked at them rather blankly because I didn't have one because um, the company forgot to send it out to me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my, my visit to Brazil wasn't a very lengthy one. 
Wow, so, because yeah, I, mean, I watched that, is it like Border Force Australia and all that, yeah. those kind of programmes. You get this a lot where people turn up without the right stuff and then what happens then? They kind of escort you back onto the plane and then you've got to go back, go back home, get the stuff and then turn around and come back again. Is that how it works? Pretty much, yeah. Well, um, I, I don't speak Portuguese and none of the immigration officers spoke English, so uh, it was a tricky, tricky <laughs> couple of hours. Um, they, they don't have the most sort of sense of humour of, of any people I've ever met either. Um, even the sort of the few words of English we could sort of exchange uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't go very well. Um, but yeah, they were going to threaten to put me in jail, um, which was, uh, this is in Rio, which in 2003, I think was the second most dangerous city in the world. All for ticking the wrong box. I know. All for ticking the wrong box. So yeah, they, they put me under, eventually they put me under armed guard and uh, put, me, put me back on a flight to Heathrow. I think you've made up an incredible excuse as to why you got escorted by the police <laughs> off, a pl- off a flight <laughs> back <laughs> at Heathrow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I noticed today? I noticed that I've got horrible winter hands. You know, sometimes you get your hands that like uh, the hands in spitting image. They do, yes. Dead pasty and horrible, uh, and it's got freezing cold recently. Obviously, we we, we predicted this with the Big Coat Protocol. So. That's why it's activated. That's why it's activated, so that's why we're completely on, on, on target with it. But I thought to myself, I need to get some gloves. I don't own a pair of gloves. Uh, so I just wanted to, in this hour of the show, if we can, just get a lay of the land, a little taster of what are, not only what, Richie, what you've got, but what the audience, the hometown audience have got. What are you rocking in the world of gloves? Have you got a, I've got gloves going on today? My friend, I, I, I rock leather. Oh, okay. my I, I'm going I'm to do it for you now. Here we go. Put them on. Look at that. Look at these. They are a um, uh, Brookside Strangler gloves. <laughs> they are the kind of thing, if, if you had a very poor amateur dramatics society and they wanted to uh, insinuate that someone was a burglar, these gloves are what they would wear. They, they scream of crime. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. They really do scream of crime. I've never but, seen them like it. Do you want to try them on? I'll give it a go. Yeah. Try these on because I, I want to I, I make the right purchase. Do you know what I mean? And there's loads of different types of gloves out there. Let's give it another go. Don't comment about the size of my hands. They are the tiny way. little things, aren't they? <laughs> right, give them back. <laughs> give them back. It's like when a toddler's let, left one glove on right. a gatepost. You try and do a nice thing. <laughs> Home time. Can't help yourself. Glove audit, right? Just just tell us what you've got. You can you can describe it. You can tweet a little photos. Some brilliant photos come in already. Any other messages? Little tiny hands over there? <laughs> no, he's done. Kit. Uh, Tammy says, I have two pairs of the same black fleece gloves for cycling to and from work. Currently can't find the left glove of either pair, so I'm making do with going around with two right gloves. That's amazing. I wanted to ask as well, do people have mitts? Like, do grown-ups do mitts? Or surely is that not. Surely just for children. Surely not. Uh, Chris Bebbingson says, I've got a pair of Ted Baker retro-style driving gloves. Probably more partridge than Lewis Collins, but hey. But the Mondeo's never felt so good, but he says they're quite bad for the cold. Um, I have several pairs of gloves, uh, says Nick in West Mercy. Uh, Mitts for skiing, latex for work, leather for vest, and task gloves for DIY. There's a glove for every occasion, Bush. What are task gloves? I've got no idea what they are at all. Look them up. We're just doing a little glove order. Just want to see what the lay of the land is with what you lot have got wearing at the moment because I'm, I'm in the market for some Richie's got some leather ones which you can see on Twitter at Absolute Radio I'm not so sure about them because he looks like he's uh, in court but Tom in Potter's Bar says loving the Brookside killer gloves Richie but pair them with some silk motorcy- motorcycling inner gloves and you'll be toasty fingered all day long 
I don't wear any silk. I don't know what silk would feel feel like against me. Is that what motorcyclists wear? Like silk gloves? I I think he's having us on. I think he's definitely pulling our leg there. That's Leona. She's a motorcyclist, isn't she, Jummy? Uh, Right, we've got Mark on the line with a bit of glove intel. What have you got for us, Mark? Yes, well, uh, a a friend of mine, he he, um, has a motorbike and he's got battery-operated gloves. So you, you charge them up with a USB charger and then it keeps hands nice and warm in the cold weather as you're riding your bike. God, that sounds good. I guess you just need a, quite a long extension lead then to be able to plug it in yeah, at home. probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reduce your range a little bit? Yeah, yes, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's pleased with them, keeps his hands nice and cosy on, on the cold morn, mornings from going home from work. Right, I'm going to get some of them. I'm going to have to hold my hand up. I doubted you. I doubted you, but I've, I've found them. They appear to be selling for £15. That's an absolute bargain, isn't it? Yes, it is indeed. Right, we're getting some. It's a Thursday night, which means it's the Hometime Film Club, the weekly feature where, like wine experts recommending a drink to go with your steak, uh, we group source a tailor-made movie for a certain situation that you tell us about. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. You can email us on anything, anytime during the week, uh, but particularly for your films. This one that we've had through, I love. Uh, Hey, Bush and Richie, it's the Martin family from Boston, Massachusetts here, although now we live in Kettering, United Kingdom. They come down to earth with a bump, haven't they? (laughs) (laughs) No offence, Kettering. (laughs) Um, They say, obviously, we are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving, uh, but what should be the perfect all-American movie that we should watch to go with it? Happy Thanksgiving, guys, the Martins. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So it's Thanksgiving today, right? Tonight. So they want to... They'll be having their turkey, Mm. and then they want to sit down with, like, a proper American... That's interesting, isn't it? And asking us. Well, the one for me, straight off the bat, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. What's the film? Because he's, he's trying to get back for Thanksgiving, isn't he? That's a perfect vibe, yeah, it is. So, so this is the first week I haven't recommended Interstellar. <laughs> so it's, it's, I feel kind of, you know, a little bit vulnerable. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, that, that for me, I'm going to put that one out there as my it's recommendation. It's a great movie as well. Such a good film. I don't know whether I'm going a little bit early in the season with this, but It's a Wonderful Life. Wow, now that is proper Christmas, isn't yeah, it? No, it's very Christmas, and it's almost as if it's the, you know, it's the nod to Christmas. I mean, they eat turkey, you know, so... Yeah. It's a nod to Christmas which is coming up, but you've got, you know, you've got your American businessman, your George Bailey, you've got the Turner, it's, that's your American movie. So we're after the ultimate, ultimate American film, to, to give them a nice vibe of home. Yeah. I remember when, I, when I, we were over in the States for a year with university, sometimes you just want to watch, like, something dead British just to make you kind of, like, reminisce about home. So this yeah. is the same for them, but the other side, the other way across the pond. In Kettering. In Kettering, yes. <laughs> Colin says, ultimate American movie has got to be Rocky Four, and the fight in Russia is set on Christmas Day. Very good. Uh, Nick says an American werewolf in London. It has Americans. It's also got London. Then there's a bit of comedy. He says granted a bit of blood. I still think the bit where he changes into the werewolf is one of the scariest bits of film of all time, that. And he get, his nose goes long. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think Nick's gone London rather than Kettering on that. An American werewolf and Kettering, different movie. Can you imagine that? Add little, little, little uh, task for the end of the show, right? Add your local area to American Werewolf in and see if it would work as a film. American Werewolf in Lee and C, too wordy. What about yours? An American Werewolf in where? There's too many wow, 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 isn't it? 
Uh, right, we've got Becky on the line. Becky, what film would get your vote for this American Thanksgiving combo? Oh, yeah, Air Force One. Um, I remember watching it on a plane, and it is just the most American film I think I've ever seen in my life. That's not a movie you want to watch on a plane. It's one of my top ten movies of all time, but not one on a plane. Yeah, that's why it stuck with me. But I just remember this really cheesy scene yeah. where I can't remember exactly, but there was something like where they had a bomb, and he didn't know how to stop this bomb, and they just had to guess. Yeah. And he's like, let's just go with the old red, white and blue. And, of course, everything was fine. <laughs> it's now more American than bomb defusal. Exactly. <laughs> 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 so you think this, the, Mar- the Martin family yeah. would love to settle down and watch Air Force One to remind them of uh, their home? I reckon so. Harrison Ford as the President of the United States saving <laughs> Air Force One by cutting a red, white and blue cord. It's an absolutely fantastic movie. <laughs> And it's very American. Imagine if you were eating turkey tonight, because of course it's Thanksgiving. Why don't we? Why don't we have something like that? An opportunity to eat like Christmas dinner like twice in the year, like a, a month beforehand, warm up for it. Yeah, can't we have our own it's version of it? We need, to, we need to think of a name for that. Jacko from Rotherham uh, says any of the national lampoons. You can't get much more American than the Griswolds. Oh, absolutely love love Chevy Chase. Uh, Nick in Stoke says, what about the Blues Brothers? Uh, I don't. That's one of. I know it's a classic. I hate that film. Do you really? Really don't like the Blues Brothers. You really don't like... What, what is it you do not like? I hate singing in films. You don't like musicals, then, I do I do you? not like musicals. I hate singing in films. Wow. It just ruins it for me. Frozen? Never seen it. I can imagine I wouldn't like it, because it's singing again. I'm really sorry. Grease? Oh, no, don't even get me started on Grease. It's one of the worst films of all time. It's me. I'm looking at that. I'm making a fist now. Even <laughs> about he's it. made a fist without even thinking. I want to smash stuff up just because he's mentioned Grease. Claire says, Bush and Ritchie, American film. It's got to be Porky's. Very, very good. Mamma Mia? <laughs> no, thanks. It's an all-American movie we're after for Thanksgiving today on the Hometown Film Club. Andy, what are we going with? Well, yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's got me, isn't it? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What a classic that is. What, what makes that so American? Why is that uniquely American? Um, you know, just because the way he goes off into the city and the whole the whole carnival thing, he ends up singing on, doesn't he? You've got you've got the parade. Um, yes. You've yeah. also got like the the Bugsy Malone, uh, Malone kind of like uh, shootout bit, I guess. Yeah, there's also and the car is quite legendary as well, quite epic. Yeah, and it's just I know it's just one of them films I remember from when I was a kid. Yeah, and I can still watch it now. Brilliant, and, and the, the fella from it is uh, in uh, Succession that everyone's talking about at the moment. Is he really? And I never know his name, I just say, that's the bloke off Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew Broderick or... The Alan other one. Rock. Alan Ruck. What? Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Off of... Oh, the, um, the headmaster. No, not the headmaster, no. Oh. <laughs> it's like watching telly with my dad, this is. None of us are covering <laughs> ourselves in glory here. <laughs> Go back to uh, your unicorn, weed, your weed. unicorn urine at the uh, at the beginning of the podcast. It's not doing you any harm. That's what I should have got across. Right? Yeah. It, it's it's harming your wallet. That's a good point. But it's not harming you. But I like I do like the idea, right? Let's just say get rid of the whole kind of like uh, vitamin side of things. Stuff that makes you, your wee different colours. Yes. It, I mean, is there like a market in that? Because you can change the colour of your eyes with like contact lenses. Yeah. What other things make your wee go different colours? Kale. What does that do to you, Wee? Green. No. Yeah. I've had kale before, but I never really had a look properly. You've not had enough. I've not had enough kale. Right, I'm getting some kale down me. Let's turn it green. <laughs>